This episode was recorded in front of a live Instagram audience. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sugar Baby Banter. We are your hosts, Amanda and Nadia. And we're here to bring you conversations we have with our girlfriends, but never with our mamas. Well, you've got questions, and of course, every week we've got answers. Need someone to vent to? <laughs> we're your girls. Listen, we're here to serve you. Let us be your customer service reps. Just sit back, grab a snack, grab your friends, and spice up your life with the sugar babies. Let me tell you about this girl. Maybe I should. I met her in Philly, and her name was Branch. See, we've been making love constantly. That's why my eyes are a shade. Bloodbird. The way that we kiss isn't like any other way that I be kissing when I'm kissing what I'm missing. Won't you listen? Brown sugar, babe. I can't deny of your love. I don't know how to feel. I'm a brown sugar. I want something. I'm a brown sugar. I want something. I'm a brown So she has to go with that for the whole day. Yeah, so like, um, I'm happy for her, but we had to like switch things up. Thank God my friend Abby came through and decided <laughs> and said yes to like um, doing this today. And I'm really good because we already had a conversation like this on her live mm-hmm. ago. So I'm, I'm glad. I feel like we didn't even like get really deep into it. <laughs> so I hope that. I'm um, like nervous. You're there. I'm Your um oh damn now it's like it's bad 
it just started to load on you. <laughs> oh, now it's loading on her. Oh, no, I can hear you though. Are we good? I think we're good right now. I'm okay. good. I'm like good. Okay, I can still see you. So yeah, the first thing, I know that we talked about coercion a little bit on your live. I wanna see if you have any like um, experiences on that. Like, have you ever had moments when you're with a guy and you are not in the mood, but they have like, you know, they, you know, hook you or tap you or like, you know, bug you until you like kind of inevitably say, okay. Um, yeah, sorry, I haven't, um, been with a guy in a long time, so I'm trying to remember. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, for sure. And I don't think I have a single, like, a memory at the top of my mind. Let me try to think. Yeah, well, there's, I remember this one time I was hooking up with this guy um, in college, and it was just kind of like purely hooking up. We weren't really even friends or anything. And um, uh, this one day I was like, hey, do you want to come and hang out, whatever? And he was like, oh no, I can't, I'm so tired. Cause like he was in the football team and then he was like but you could come over here and like basically give me head you know type of thing and i was kind of like mm, i'm good on that you know and then yeah. i just kept on being like come on we just won the game da, da, da. i was like i don't really watch american football like that so that don't concern me but yeah guys try that a lot portion it's i don't know it's kind of disgusting it is because i've had i remember um one time the past it was a past relationship the relationship I was in um we were just starting to date and then I came over to his place and then um I guess we were just like cuddling or something on the bed and then he was trying to like you know hint that he wanted more and I was like that's why I didn't want to have sex yet and then he was like come on I've been like a good boy and I was like in my head are you a dog like you want to be treated for acting like decent for the the one night that I came to your place. It's just stuff like that that I realized, like, even though at the time I didn't know, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm too. I'll start to be low key, but <laughs> I can see it. At the time I was like, you don't know why it's wrong and you don't understand like what about it you don't like and then you don't have the language to speak about it. And it's just, I feel like it's just so um, under the table and I think people, I'm gonna say people because but it's usually guys. They don't yeah. realize that they're basically forcing you to do something that you don't want to do, even yeah. though you, you know, have feelings for them, even though you might be cool with them. It's just the fact that our no is not enough. Yeah. To say yeah. no. But I think it's like a, it's like I don't know how men were taught how to approach women, but I feel like I've heard guys say like, oh, like sometimes girls are gonna say no, but you just gotta, you know, you just gotta. Like you just gotta keep trying type of thing. Like yeah. no, no girl is ever gonna be like yes. So you gotta like work towards the yes type of thing. Like I feel like that is the mentality. Yeah, and I told him like I I remember like I, I've heard of that before, but I feel like that's coming from the viewpoint of like women don't like sex as much as guys. Yeah, which I think yeah. itself is problematic. Like if I yeah, like, like, we need to hold our hands throughout it like no you yeah. don't you don't actually mean no and then I know there's, oh, there's actually I've read that like, people have realized that um one they didn't know women have sex so you mean to tell me that you're having sex with women and you don't even you don't even know they enjoy it you just basically that's concerning <laughs> that is so concerning very concerning yeah. <laughs> you're having sex with women and you don't even know that she enjoys it yeah yeah 
yeah, the fact that women are indecisive, they hard to get. Yeah. And I think the, the other, it's, it's almost like a double-edged sword because on the other side of that, as women, we're also told like, well, don't just be ready to go type of thing. Don't be like, says yes, like you can't do that. You gotta, you gotta be like a lady about it type of thing. Yeah. And and so I, I do understand how this narrative came about. You know, like for guys to be like, or just saying that like, oh, maybe it requires some sort of like, please come on, did a bit better. Sorry, I don't know how to say that in English, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. But like, it requires some sort of like, just like if you caress her, you'll get in type of thing. And I think now it's in this time like even in this generation i when i've been with guys i've had to be like no my no means no like if it's a yes i'm gonna let you know like if that no ever changes i'll hit you up it's gonna be a no yeah i just it's just so annoying it's frustrating because um we're talking about um finessing the coochie that's our topic sorry yeah (laughs) and also like okay let's even like go back like when we were younger I guess I don't get to this much now, but unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> let me, let me, let me just thank whoever's above me because I have never gotten, have I? I have never gotten a solicited Because <laughs> I don't think a lot of people be like, that's harassment too. Like, I don't want to wake up one morning and then find a penis. Has that happened to you? Like, yeah, you just, I, like, ladies, I, have you guys gotten unsolicited dick pics? There are many, and I know my friends have, like, you know, had that experience as well. I don't understand what, like, goes through a guy's mind, like, yeah, 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 I should totally, you know, click and say. My thing is, with, with dick, nah, that's cringy for real. Like, with, with dick pics, though, I, the only time I've ever really gotten them was, like, I was dating this person, and so we were sending each other, you know, back and forth, trying to give shit yeah. interesting, you know? When you be home for the summers, you know, that distance, <laughs> you get it, you know? But, um... But yeah, like even even when he was sending them to me, Loki, I was just receiving them. I was like, thanks, you know. But I don't, I don't get aroused by looking like a penis yeah. straight on, like on a photo. It's just not photogenic, <laughs> and it's not, and they don't even care. A woman will take her time to take a, you know, a sexy picture. Yeah, that's literally like, why would I wait? Like, imagine taking a photo like straight up just your vagina. Like, why would you do that? That that's just not it. It's not appealing, just like Nadia said. It's not appealing at all, and they think it's hot, I guess. I feel like it's sort of like a power play. Yeah. Like, what is this? Are, you, are we showing our, your, your manhood? And also, it's like, why are you just hard in the middle of the day? Like, what are we talking about? What's up? What's up with that? Have you, um, I don't, because I, I remember when I was younger, like, they would try to, like, you know, do the sexy talk, like, sexting and stuff like that. And it was, um, kind of uncomfortable because you're, like, young. And you don't know what to say because clearly you never had sex before. So you're like, what? It kind of like it gives you a bad viewpoint of how guys view sex because them because at this point I feel like guys are just porn dogs and they just always want to have sex, sex, sex. Even though most of the time women are also can be horny yeah. and love sex, but we are not getting the same. Yeah. Well, at the same level or standard of how. Yeah. Well, we're not allowed to express it as, as much as well. So. Yeah, that's true. I remember when I was a teenager, I was like, I literally thought, I was like, am I okay a man? Because when you're a teenager, you're thinking about sex a lot. And I was like, wait, women are not supposed to be thinking about sex like this. But yeah, I don't know. It's a difficult one. It's a difficult one. But the dick pic thing, I'm sorry. That's foul. Anybody watching this? And don't do Leave dick pics in 2020. 
Leave it with Corona. It should have should have Alas, here we are. And then, like, I know that we um, spoke about like navigating relationships after sexual harassment and sexual assault and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, yeah. Anything you wanna you wanna start off with that? Yeah. So I think I have like mad hands-on experience with this. So in high school, I had been like sexually assaulted, and it was like a random assault. Uh, anyways, sorry, it was a random assault. So. Um, I was walking downtown um, in my high school in Pennsylvania and this guy just tried it, you know, he really did. Like, and then I went back, by the time I got back to campus, like the police came, took care of me, whatever, whatever, went back to campus, everybody knew because high school. And um, so it was like a sexual assault, I was dealing with that, and then I was also dealing with my entire campus knowing about it. Um, And then around that time, like a few months, a few weeks after that, I ended up dating uh, one of my friends who helped me throughout the whole process, basically, right? Um, and so this was a school that I was fairly new to, like I had just moved there type of thing. Um, and I remember in the beginning of our relationship, he had just, like, we were, we were like, act like we were kissing and stuff like that, but he would never take it like far. And it was like four months or three months of the relationship, we hadn't like actually had sex. And then I just went like, are we ever gonna fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, is this ever gonna be? Yeah. I'm like, this is cute. And then he was like, oh, I didn't know if you're ready. Oh, I that, you know? And I was like, I understand, but I'm ready. Okay, it's time. But um, yeah, I think, it, I think it just depends on like the experience. Like, for me, um, like, I had, because mine was a, an act of basically random crime, right? Um, I think that helped me a little bit to process and move on so i think maybe if people are assaulted with people that they know or someone that they're close to someone that they have to interact to uh, interact with um maybe they have a different experience but for me after i dealt with the healing and the insecurities and the oh why did this happen to me when i when i felt ready i i was lucky enough to be in a relationship with someone who understood that and i was so comfortable sharing that but i can also imagine if that so that was just that way for me if it was any other boyfriend that i've had like if i had had gone through with that like with someone else i would have probably not felt comfortable enough to even ask like are we ever going to be sexually active or whatever like it just wouldn't have worked out because i wouldn't have trusted them you know but yeah. i had someone who walked like helped me heal like through it as a friend and then we developed a romantic relationship so i think i kind of lucked out that's yeah that's very important because i feel like a lot of like survivors don't realize like it follows you after you like you might like you know confront your abuser or you might like do the whole process of like trying to heal from it but then afterwards you see that there's like the scar is still there and yeah. so like, you have to be like aware of that scar even when you are dealing with someone new and yeah. it's great if you have a person that like actually like trusts like you're able to trust and they actually are patient with you that's so important patience yeah yeah you have to that's have a that's because i like like my story like i i was abused when i was younger so like my it was very hard for me to like from little things to like watching like how i watched porn or read about porn like i was very like males were kind of scary to me yeah, yeah, yeah guys were just scary to me and so especially in that way so like um i realized i was kind of rushing into things and not building trust with people and then that kind of like hurt me down the line and then um 
I realize you don't realize until after you get out of those relationships that like, oh, that kind of like effed me up a little bit because you didn't take the time to learn about them and they didn't, they didn't take the time to learn about you. Like there was one time, I think it was my like last relationship. I wanted to wait to have sex because I was like, mm-hmm. I wanted to build the trust. I wanted to like, you know, know who I'm dealing with. And then mm-hmm. I said I was only going to have sex if I was in a relationship or if, of course, a certain amount of time. And so the guy was really adamant, like, oh, we're going to be together. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, fine. I was not yeah. pressed. But we ended up getting together. And then I still wasn't ready to have sex. And then yeah. um, I kind of said, like, oh, I still want to wait. And he, I was just like, like, I didn't know what exactly what date I would give him. Like, you can't, like, really put a time on it. Yeah. But he wasn't really getting that. And then he was just trying to ask me, like, oh, what, how long, when day, blah, yeah. blah. And I was like, oh, this certain date, because I just gave him today and he was like oh that's just silly like why would we wait that long and then the fact you know, that you needed moment, a date like what is like is there an expiration time to your relationship exactly so I'm like in the moment he said it when he said it was silly I like I was taken aback I was like silly but you don't really get like why it's wrong for him to say that you don't really get like what like what language you use to explain to him why it's wrong like those type of things that you just don't get in the moment and then later on afterwards you're like you know what I should not have even been with him if you could be patient with me to like because really we've only been like together for three months yeah so it's just like wow like you people don't really like realize how much it still affects you even afterwards yeah like i know that you're talking about, like how you couldn't like be with people who actually like look like your assaulter did you sorry you i remember you were telling me how you couldn't even be with people who like look like you are yeah are. yeah So that was the, that was the, that was the weirdest thing for me. It's like after so, and we talked about this a little bit because um, you said that uh, after your like uh, sexual harassment like experience, um, you couldn't watch porn with people who reminded you of him. And that's how I felt as well because the person that tried to like assault me was a white man, right? Like ever since that day, I never watched white men in porn. Like I actively like till today I can't. Especially not not just don't watch white people. general because black lives matter and they've been messing up with me but like i like literally like i cannot i cannot do it and then people think it's like i remember one day i think i was like with, i was dating someone like that i told my mom <laughs> i told my mom i was gonna send her this this podcast definitely not after this but um but like i remember um i was like with, i was dating someone and we were trying to watch porn together and he just kept on picking these white men i was like i can't i can't watch this and then he was like why and i was like because it just reminds me of and then i explained it to him and he was like that's kind of really that's kind of dragging it like he's like well he's like i would understand if you if you like found someone who had the same type of hairstyle and da, 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 da. they're like obviously we've been watching like no white men i associate white men with that day in my life and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna watch it i don't want i don't want them in a sexualized nature in my brain because yeah it just did me dirty like that's what happened yeah and people don't understand that and it, it might sound stupid like you know how many people how many white porn like you know what i'm saying like it's a lot right it's a lot, it's like, it's a lot. It's basically 80 of, of it is white people so yeah yeah like you have to deal with something as stupid as that it's like it's great even just the other day i was talking to my friend and i was telling him like oh yeah Well, we went to high school together and I was like, yeah, the day I got assaulted, I was like, in February, and I think it wasn't in February. And I was like, <gasps> like, for the first time, I forgot the exact date and time. It's the first year since it happened. Five years ago, four or five years ago, right? That I'd forgotten the date, right? And like, people don't recognize that. Like, when that day was coming around, 
I felt like I was warning, like, and now I've gotten to a point where I'm forgetting it. It's like, it, it takes four years to even detach that, yeah. you know? So yeah, it's a difficult one, but I guess, I mean, it's understandable why people would under, won't understand and I don't want them to understand because that means that, that they would have to experience something like that, but. Um, That's very true. And it's just like the whole, when you when you're talking about like your your boyfriend was like really like come on like is that really something you should really like, stick on yeah, let me not claim that nigga he wasn't really my boyfriend like, <laughs> let me not claim I just like it just shows again like how kind of like sex is transactional to them I don't know mm-hmm. it seems as if like for, to me I feel like sex at this point after you go through all this you know harassment and sexual assault it's not easy to like not give yourself a like to share that part or be vulnerable with that person or just yeah. any person out there you can have to yeah. and choose and then I think guys don't really understand that and they think that you know you know sex comes easy like the, it's not that deep when yeah. after you uh, experience something like that it is that deep because it could happen like it's if, like, let's say if you're trying you know something new with your dude and then you realize oh that ain't for me like that's not something i want to do ever again that could be a, a replay of everything else that's happened to you in your life or, like when you felt unsafe with a guy mm-hmm. and I, I feel like we nowadays we take sex lightly yeah i think it's okay though like if, if i think for me i even like in life, there's times where I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna hoe around, you know, whatever mm-hmm. I want to do. Not with yeah. whoever, but with people, right? Like, I'm just gonna do what I want to do. Like, if I want to have sex, I'm gonna have sex. If I want to fuck with people, I'm gonna do that. And then, then you go through stages where you're like, you know what? Sex is meaningful for me now. I'm not gonna just do it randomly. You know, like before it was like, oh, through the stage of like, oh, I'm just trying to get my nuts type of thing. And also like, like, oh, like, you know, like romanticizing the idea. And I think it's okay, no matter where you are, like whatever stage it is, it's fine as long as you find people that match that, right? So don't try and manipulate someone who's 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 romanticizing the idea of sex, and you're just like on your I'm trying to get a nut level and no, trying to like manipulate them. Like that's when it comes out, you know? Like sex comes in so many different shapes, forms, and na- like natures that like just find the person who's looking for the exact same thing that you're looking for at the time, you know? Yeah, and I that's like, what. Yeah, if you have to like kind of. Um, massage a person like I like I don't know because I don't know how the English word is that either. you kind of have to convince a person yeah. to have like, relations with you I feel like that right there once you cross that line what are you doing yeah <laughs> why are we here is it really that serious is it that serious no. there's like 7.7 billion people in the world or if somebody, somebody else will, will, will try it. somebody else will do it you don't have to like try to convince someone to have sex with you it's just not it yeah and you just don't know what how that could affect the person that you're with later on yeah because they're probably- but you know what's, what's even hard like for me like i feel like guys are able to have these type of conversations right like they can they can present themselves like hey i'm only trying to smash or hey i'm only you know i'm trying to i'm trying to be friends with benefits or whatever you know and i think for me like as a girl it's really hard <laughs> like like to hit up someone and be like on some casual stuff like I have to wait until they approach me type of thing because I don't know like it just usually doesn't work out as well I don't know maybe maybe I'm also messing with the wrong type of people but like I've never like I've never presented I've never talked to a guy and been like hey so do you want to be on some friends and benefits type thing and then take it lightly you know they kind of get offended 
I mean, I totally get what you're saying because I've tried to do the whole like, you know, come up to a guy and then this is what it is and this is only what it's going to be. And then they kind of, I don't know, they don't understand where I'm coming from. And I also have like a, a problem, not really a problem, but like I have the whole back and forth thing. Like, yes, I want, you know, sometimes I want to, you know, just hit a nut, but then I also want the intimacy. I also yeah. want, you know, as hard cares. So like, it's hard to find that balance. And that's mm-hmm. why I just want like, you know what, I'm just going to wait for somebody to come to me that yeah. actually is like, values me. But it's so hard to navigate and like see and discern when you're the one going out and pick and choose because you they you could just pick up trash and you don't even know. <laughs> yep. Yes, you can. Yes, you definitely can. Yeah, it's a it's a difficult one. It's a difficult one. <gasps> yeah, my friend like Esther, she was talking about how we also don't talk about when we should when we see like let's say you go out to the club right and then you see some guy trying to holler at a girl and you can clearly see that this girl does not want to talk to this guy yeah. right when is the time that you step in or when is the time to like just mind your business it's not my like i shouldn't be getting involved um if you if it's clear as day type of thing that this woman is uncomfortable when is there not a time? Like it's always yeah. the right time in my mind. I'll be like, I'll, and I'll like, I've done that before where it's like I've seen a stranger in a club and I've seen that she's uncomfortable and this guy's trying to talk to her. I'll just pretend like I'm professional and like, hey, come here, and then like move her to the side and then be like, you're welcome, you know? I think that's always it's just like girl code type of thing. I think that's literally yeah. one of the things that just come in the unspoken word of girl code, girl code. Like when you see another sis like Loki getting harassed, like I'm always willing to step in or even like my friend like there's times where like for example guys try to talk to me in the club and i'll like look at another girl any girl i don't even know you but i'll be like you know and then they would just come and swoop so that's always how it's worked for me yeah oh hey taylor i also get <laughs> oh my god people are just getting so shocked by the title um i also have those times where like i really am like i'll like help a girl out that might be uncomfortable and like you know try to pretend if I'm your best friend and stuff like that but then I don't I think okay let's here's one thing guys don't realize that they don't have they think they have agency to our bodies right they think they can touch it even the simple like when you're in a club when you're in a party and then they try to pass by you and they have to touch your waist to pass by me I did not like grace the bottom of my waist with your hand like this like come on that is not a nice answer like, come on. Like, I don't know you. And then even, like, uh, guys don't, I feel like when we, like, bring stuff up like that, they're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. And then even I saw on Twitter, one girl was like, no, when your friend slaps you on your ass and then you turn around, you don't realize it's your friend. And then you're like, oh, you calm down. Like, oh, it's just you. It's that bad. The fact that we are about to go near to 100. Yeah. <laughs> and guys don't realize that, that, um, they have this type of mentality that they own. They, they have the ability, they're entitled to the, our bodies. That's what I'm Yeah, they feel so entitled. It's crazy. It's crazy because I don't even understand. Like, I like sometimes I think, I'm like, what if the roles were reversed? I would never dare touch someone to that I don't even like touching period. I don't even like to be hugged, honestly. If I don't know you that well, don't even be handshaking me, for real. <laughs> but um, I'm just like trying to figure out, like, why would you... And also, what does that do? Like, and I, that's how I think about catcalling all the time. I'm like, okay, you shout, you're like, hey, ma, da, 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 da. Like, you know you're not gonna get a response. What, like, what are we doing here? 
Like, what it's are we doing? Really, it's not, because then they try to say like, oh, it's just a compliment, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, is it really? If it was really, you know, you trying to see me as a person, it, you would not be hollering at me probably, you know. You definitely would not be. And my thing, every time I get tackled, especially to me, it's bad. But like, when when I get tackled, I'm like, what if I just stop and I was like, well, hey. So what else <laughs> can I do? Like, that would be shook. They don't catch up with the goal of, of actually catching a body. They, they, they catch up with just, like, just, what, just to make you uncomfortable. There's no other yeah. reason to do that. That's what I'm oh. Like you just want to like see her cringe and like you know shrink in herself and you know hold her purse and like you know be scared of you. Like, exactly. I feel like, is that a kink? I don't know. But like it's just the fact that they don't see it as like really. And you know what's worse that we call out those guys, right? We're angry at those guys. And so when a guy comes to you as just like a human being, decent, like bare minimum, talking to you respectfully. Um, you know, calling you by your actual name, not calling you a female, blah, 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 blah. That's, blah. that's like, what else. Red flags. If, you, if you're too nice, I'll be like, what's up? Mm. <laughs> and what? the fact when they don't come up to you, when they come to you as an extra human being, they expect to be rewarded. Yeah. For yeah. How that does happen a lot. Oh my God, you're right. Like when they come and they, when they approach you as a decent person and they're like, well, I was nice to you. Where's my head at? And I'm like, bro, bro, really? <laughs> Where's my head at? <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie. Some women, I'm not, I'm not gonna say all women. And even me, since I die and shit, I just be like, you know, I need to deserve a little something. Like, I, that's the problem. Like, the, the conditioning. It's like, it's like, come on, he's a nice girl. If you try to keep him around, do a little bit of something. And that's like, it is foul, but it's like, it's not my fault. It's like, that's what society is kind of created. So. I feel like, but when, when are we gonna like, you know, hold them accountable and be like, nah, man, I'm not giving anything. That's how yeah. you're supposed to, that's how, that's supposed to be the normal. You shouldn't be, you know, given a little treat for, yeah. for being a actual human being. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. It don't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But I feel like guys just, I think once they conceptualize or understand the concept of women just being actual human beings, and it's like, if she's horny, she's gonna let me know. Like, if, if that were to happen, if they just kind of believe that to be true, we would be good. That's true. We would be good. Because I think, like, especially in, like, I don't know, like, once a girl has, or me, like, if I've shown an attraction to a guy, I'm, I'm down. Maybe mm -hmm. not right then in that moment, but you will get in my pants if you're appropriate. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a worthy type of shit. But, like, you would, you will get, why would I waste my time entertaining you if I'm not gonna you know what I'm saying yeah that's very like true if I'm showing you I like you if I'm showing you you're nice to me if I'm showing you that I'm attracted to you just know it's coming down the line don't ask for it that's very true and then I remember um, was it on Twitter I think uh, I forgot but I also like here's another point like how um, dressing wise I can't believe we're still having this conversation in 2020 with well, the whole asking for it. How do we combat that <laughs> now? I'm not gonna lie, I never understood, I never understood it. I, I never, well, I guess I understand, no, I don't understand it, but I've heard the argument before, right? But yeah. <laughs> it just don't make no sense to me because I'm like, the thing is like, the asking for thing is like, they used to say like, oh yeah, but if you wear a short skirt, you're asking for it. If you 
to wear shorts, you're asking for a crop top, you're asking for it, right? Like showing your sides, showing your mid whatever area, and like showing your shoulders, you're asking for it all those times. But I'm like, yeah. that's cap because I've gotten catcalled in sweatpants, I've gotten catcalled in jeans and a t-shirt. Like they don't this, actually care. Like it doesn't actually matter. Like, it doesn't matter because I just get on literally when I'm with my parents. Like I'll be out with my parents and then like I'll go to the bathroom and people will go to the bathroom and like try to hit me up. Can I have your number? Blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> and my parents have seen this guy follow me to the bathroom. That's, That's bad. happened to me. Has? That's happened to me. No, I was once once I went to um, lunch with my dad somewhere in Dar, and literally like people are looking at us and it's like, mm-hmm. Mama, like you know like, when you're done being his sugar baby, be mine. And I was like, Sir, this is my father. My sperm donor, the man that made me. Stop it! Ew! Like everyone, like when I'm with my dad, like everybody, and they can't call me more, thinking that I'm like that, like oh, he, he got her, so maybe I can get her too. I'm like, no, that's my, that's my blood. <laughs> Niggas, man, I don't. Disgusting. Disgusting. I don't. Right. Enjoy sex as well. 
a difficult one. It's a difficult one. Oh my gosh. Rape culture. I know, like, okay, so we already spoke about this like a while ago, but like your thoughts on like how people are coming out with their stories and um, calling out the abuser. Because we already know, okay, the abusers that we are called out, right? First of all, they're already, they're probably serial abusers, serial rapists. Yeah. And we a rape apologist, you know, coming at them like, oh, it's going to ruin the reputation, blah, blah, blah. When yeah. nine, of, nine out of ten times, they won't even be um, persecuted, right? Like they won't even be what? Persecuted. Like we tell people like, oh, why yeah, don't you yeah, please? Yeah. Why don't you, you know, go to trial, blah, blah, blah. And they don't realize, they're just saying all those things, but they don't even realize that Tanzania, not, well, specifically Tanzania, they don't even care. America, yeah. the, the president is able to, you know, stay the president and we know that he is basically a pedophile. So how do we call these people out and then what comes after? <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think, like call out the abusers. Yeah, like how do we actually hold them, hold them accountable? Because at this point, all I can think of is shaming them. Public shame. <laughs> Girl, even that's not working though. Really? I just don't feel like it's working because the, the shaming, I don't know. I don't know. It's a difficult one because with shaming abusers, I think it does work. Like in the sense that they do feel shamed and stuff like that. But in this time where like like shaming abusers was kind of in the forefront of social media, especially in Tanzania, it just makes me feel like okay, it's working and stuff like that. But you're not gonna be shamed forever. Like it just feels like a, a moment in time. You know? Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna be long last. And I thought about this a lot in Tanzania. I'm like, okay, a lot of the people are being shamed, right? I don't know if people might not know this who aren't Tanzanian, but dating in Tanzania is kind of difficult because with, like you're living in a country that has only two extremes, like extreme poverty and extreme wealth, basically, right? And um, so like for the average person, right? You want someone who's not on the extreme poverty side, who is kind of educated the same as you, who has, kind of experience things in the world the same as you have who is you know well traveled well educated well spoken all, all that type of stuff someone to match you right um and that's 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 um rare that's literally the one percent like you know what i'm saying so um i mean in tanzania it's the one percent so yeah when also, we're like, shaming me and abby went to the same school for a while in tanzania and that's how we know each other and yeah oh yeah that's yeah, yeah. Our- <laughs> Yeah, we should have introduced all of this, but it's yeah. Funny. But anyways, um, it's like so we're talking about like that being like the one percent, and that, and then the people who are being a, a, accused, a lot of them are in that category, right? Yeah. And so I'm thinking, I'm like, now listen, girls in darn know good and damn well that they're not like. I just know that there's like what is it like seven names, right, for people around that that category that I'm kind of describing, and I'm just kind of like. There's no way that girls in Dar are going to kind of like neglect this. You know what I'm saying? Like they're like at as some like point in time. Huh? As in you're saying like as if um they're not gonna of course like they hear all the stuff, but then again there's only a few few of them that they actually like, can go for. Is that what you're saying? Like Yeah. So they, I just feel like, like at some like, point in time it's gonna be like, Well, we gotta forgive these because we don't have that many options. I literally like I'm so fearful, but I feel like that's what's gonna happen. That's 
especially tragic. some of them who have like taken the time to like rebuttal or like you know file a suit or whatever the hell they be doing like they're you're also gonna be like well like, he is denying it you know <laughs> no. I, I <laughs> because you're so limited like you're literally it so is. limited the number of people you can be with and then it's like you can't be with the people that your best friends and your friends have already been with what is it that's like we're left with like five people and like three of them have been accused so yeah. like and it's, then it's literally so difficult it is difficult and I realize like it's not that it's not that much different even here in the US because your circles are small like if you want to be people yeah black because we know we want black love right like can yeah even though I've tried to like really you know open up my circles I, it's just not yeah, happening <laughs> it's just not happening and so like it's hard to find because myself I went to eighth right and that is a PWI and then so the black men who are now athletes who like you know snow bunnies the black the black men who are are actually educated actually care about school who actually want to have like have ambition the ones who are not gay the ones who are already not booed up um the circle becomes smaller. and then the ones who also aren't fuck boys aren't fuck boys the ones who um don't well, now we're left with the hands literally like you can count them and so on your hands so like it's just hard to like actually and then uh, dating apps they're not you, you, come on come on oh, have you actually found yeah. something uh, <laughs> i tried it man i really did try it it's hard like i feel like that's when you go for people you don't want to have like, a, a future with like at all like i don't want to see you the next day i don't want to know yeah. you a week from now yeah. so it becomes hard to like really you end up just staying single like really what can you do yeah it is difficult because i went to a pwi the struggle was real the worst part is that i ended up like the guys who weren't assholes and who whatever whatever i ended up being friends with them so upset but like because they're such great people it's like oh my god i want you in my life for a long time like i want to i want you to be to help me through all these four years so I, i didn't risk it you know it's 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 hard but even just like being black in general like in in anywhere so i was in my pw i was in florida so it was in the south so like white people were looking hella more attractive to me in the south because just like they get away with a lot more ignorance you know like they don't have to deal with diversity as much so yeah i really was feeling hella limited but there's like i mean i don't know it's it's a it's hard because when you know your worth right and you know when you and you've worked hard on to make sure that you are the type of person that someone want to be with you know what i'm saying like you worked hard on yourself right and yeah. you're, now you're like okay now i'm good my my insecurities are unlocked my you know my all this is unlocked like i love myself blah, blah, blah. let me find somebody who does that too and you know who's also black it's like that doesn't exist yet like and it's like they could be everything they could be great and they could have like I mean, you know, everything, all the boxes are ticked, but it's like, it just sometimes they just not are not even there yet with their own insecurities and their own understanding of the world, you know? And I feel like guys have to get to a point where they actually appreciate women. They're not like, I feel like sometimes it's like they tolerate, not tolerate women, but they just use women. And then you gotta go from that stage to like appreciating women, finding someone who's even black and educated and sensible and also understands the value of a woman and appreciates that. Who who is that person? I feel like that's not something you can't find out in your 20s. <laughs> Good. 
Girl, and you know what it is? I also think it's our age group. So I've been trying to date up. Those 21 niggas. <laughs> those are not men. No one can tell me shit. Those are not men. No, literally, like, I've just started, like, on dating apps and stuff. I literally just started talking to people in, like, mid-20s. Because I'm like, 21? Those are not men. Honey, honey, I've dated up to 26. How was that? It's still rough. It's still rough. It's still a struggle? It's still a struggle. I'm telling you, 30. That's a okay, okay. That's where it's going to be. I'm alone. I'm going to be alone for a long time. I'm going to be alone for a long Damn. I guess that's what it is. It is Damn. what it is. It really is what it is right now. You telling me men who are 26, they still ain't shit? Nope. Nope. Hopefully in the 30s, I'll wait. I'll be patient. <laughs> I know my worth, so I don't mind waiting. But yeah, throw the other episode because like, you know, being single is can be really great. People it really can wanna, be great. It can be. Yeah. How long have you been? Have you been single for a long time now? Ah, uh, like this whole year I've been single. I think I've been single for like like the last time I had a boyfriend. I was single. Two years. Okay. Okay, Abby. Oh, and go. My, my sexual life hasn't been popping for the past like seven months. It's just been non-existent. So I've been big single. I've been working on me. <laughs> It's a struggle. It's time. Time. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> I've been literally reclaiming my time. And, and, and now it's too much time. Month one, I was like, okay, this is cute, you know, girl, do you. You know, my these Month two, I was like, all right, so we're really doing this tonight? And then month three, I was like, yeah. Once I hit month five, I was like, bitch, forget about it. Like, because at that point, you're not really, like, if you waited that long for a sensible person, and I've been waiting just for a sensible person to hook up with, right? Yeah. At this point, month seven, I'm not willing to compromise. I waited seven months. He'll come around. He'll come. He will come. And I don't even want to date him. I just want to, like, a sensible person who deserves his body. Like, that's all I do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that bar, like, even that bar itself is hard to hit. Yeah. And in the past seven months, I've been, like, three different states. Still. Nobody. And I've been back, back to Tanzania. Still. I- <laughs> I feel like, how do you feel like um, after Corona, post Corona, how are like, that's gonna be like, I don't know, either one or two things are gonna happen. One, one, people are gonna like go go crazy and be like, you know, we wanna get everybody, anybody. Let me, you, don't, you never know when the last time we're gonna go back into lockdown. Yeah. Two, don't touch me, ill. <laughs> that's yeah. the two foods I think that we're gonna have. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I'm working towards don't touch me. <laughs> I feel like after Corona, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be sorry. It's okay. She's like trying to make us some wings. Let's just give her five seconds. It's totally fine. It's like I have such an issue with like uh, trying to say words and like hearing things at the same time. It's it's kind of dumb of me, but I'm just very slow like that. But um, I'm saying I think that for me at this point. Fingers crossed. I've been hoping. I was like, hopefully this corona has brought some sense to these men. And they've been out there in their homes. Like, you know what? I want a sensible woman. I want a pretty dark-skinned thing. You know? I just don't believe in men. I just don't, believe, I just don't have faith in them like that. But um, for me, post-corona, we're talking about real post-corona, not like the government just trying to open up for no reason type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about 2022. 20- <laughs> Honestly. Like, 
We're talking about all the way no corona. We're talking about two years from now. Uh, I think I no. I think guys are just, uh, guys are just gonna be going. They're gonna be wanting to go. Yeah, they're gonna be going. Yeah, they will be. <laughs> Some of them will accidentally fall in love, but for the most part, a lot of them will just be like, damn, like, because men just like have this thing where they want to like claim or justify their manhood, and they feel like hooking up with girls is gonna do that, but I don't think it actually is. But they're just gonna be hauling, and I know it. Alright, so that's okay. That's okay. We, yeah, we'll be okay. I literally was like the other day, I was like, girl, you just start finding a way to be attracted to women. <laughs> Only women make sense in this world. Only women. Genuinely. <laughs> Only women make sense in this world. Nobody, like, I'm just like, I was watching this movie on Netflix called Butter. Duck Butter? It's about these, like, these two um, lesbians, and they just, like, they hooked up one night, and then they spent 24 hours together, just kind of, like, getting to know each other, that way, right? Mm-hmm. And the conversations they had were so mature. And I was like, damn, why did you be attracted to girls? I was so upset. I was like, wow, this is like everything, like all the emotional stuff was there. It's like, yeah. yeah. We just like, I'm very upset about that, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I, have, have you watched a show Dating Around? Is that the one where they go on three dates? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> they just came up with new episodes. There's one girl, beautiful, beautiful lady. She's a Capricorn. You oh just know her. I've watched all of them, so tell me her name. Uh, I don't remember her name. She's, like, she's the one with the short hair? No, she she was the like tall, dark skin, not dark skin, like brown skin. She was um, thick. And the hair yeah, thick. And, and her dad was like a musician? Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. that one. I don't remember her name. I remember when she went on a date with that guy that legit it reminded me of that, um, the villain from Black Lightning, the albino guy. <laughs> yes! Well, you know, was like, I only date bisexual girls? Yes! Oh my yes. god! I, was like, I only date bisexual girls because I like to be poly and I want to be able to have multiple women and like, like the way that he said that in my life, I'm always trying to have threesomes. That's what he was saying. And, and he said, I need a girl who's also attracted to girls because the only way we're going to do threesomes is with other girls. <laughs> yes. And, and, and she could, like, you know, challenge him and say, like, oh, um, what if we have, you know, a guy? Is it okay if I had two guys? Like, he was like, no, I don't want that. I wouldn't want to have a woman who has, like, you know, multiple men. So clearly. That is completely sexualized. Because so basically he was saying that he's, he's straight, right? And he only dates girls who are bi, and he only does polyamorous relationships, which is you date multiple people. Yeah. Basically, he's like a swinger, right? But yeah. he doesn't want to swing on the side of like men. He only swings on the yeah. side of women, and yeah. he does not date girls who cannot be attracted to women. Yeah. And I was like, sir, you completely <laughs> like the fact that, and he's looking for a life partner. You mm-hmm. have completely sexualized women beyond repair. It was a total fetish, and I, she just clearly see from her face, and she was like, oh. Red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> like, the, the thing that attracts people is their sexuality. I'm like, no, that's not right. And there's oh a lot. I, I kind of like, think, I think about it like, there's plenty, I can imagine plenty of guys having the same mentality towards, like, they won't say it out loud because, you know, they might have sense, but they, if, if they, like, you know, want the rights of gay people, they're like, oh, well, lesbians are cool, gay men are not. You know, yeah. I can be in a relationship with multiple women, but my girl cannot. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. 
so annoying. Guys are so and stupid. It's that we don't think women are sexual beings without the connection to men. And I just don't understand how, like, because I know myself in my body, I think about sex a lot. I'm like, how do guys not know this? We need to just educate men. But are they willing to learn? No. Like, they're kind of lazy as you know the j cole no name situation did you read about that <laughs> wait are you talking about uh oh wait you're talking about what is it the one that he did he just the no name drop yeah oh yeah yeah i saw that sorry i'm coming outside it's kind of cold okay. let me know if the wi-fi changes or there's anything but um, yeah i don't i actually don't know what the hell happened there i just chose to forgive j cole for that one because i was very confused very very confused <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, at this point, it is, it is. And then I was talking to my brother about it, and um, he was talking about, like, yes, you have to understand the fact that I also have to understand that sometimes this type of, like, telling people to educate themselves, right? But yeah. then, what happens if you read this book and then you don't understand what you just read? I think it's hard. I think, so you know how we just said, like, we would never, we would, we're looking for black love, right? And I was breaking this down and I was like, why is it that we, black women are always trying to, um, like black women don't, it's hard for them to see themselves with, black, with anything other than a black man, right? It's like black hetero women type of thing, right? Um, and I think it's because, so this is what I was thinking, right? In the privilege chart, let's say the top is the most privileged, the bottom is gonna be underprivileged, right? It goes yeah. white man, right? Then men, then mm -hmm. white women, then women and then black women at the very bottom right um and so when you think about like the, the reason why, like i i can never be with a white man because um i'm down here here you're you're here so when you when you experience your daily life you can go your whole day without feeling a microaggression or without yeah you actually you can go your whole life you know without feeling yeah. like who, who's oppressing white men no one right so um <laughs> For me, it's like, so for me, I think just that men in general, like they're unable to tap into this, this. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're unable to, like, it's, it's like, even if, if I was a white man, it would be completely difficult for me to understand the privilege. Cause it, it, it allows you to not like to do this. It allows you literally to do this yeah. and not hear it and not see it and whatever. So I don't know. I think with the J. Cole thing, the, the no name thing that happened, I'm like, oh, that's your privilege oozing out. Like you don't get it because you're just not a, a, a woman of color. You're yeah. a man. Oh my God. Men don't understand the privilege that they have. They don't. And, and not yeah. willing to like accept like, oh, I might not know what they're talking about. Let me try to figure it out. They're not exactly. willing to bold themselves and like really like try to learn and understand where we're coming from instead of like coming in with their own opinions. Just sit there. Listen to us. And accept and and don't try to like invalidate it or ask like are you sure it's like that are you sure it's like because you know if it was a reversal role like if a white man or a white woman was telling you these things or asking these questions you would be angry right now but the thing is it's like for for especially black black men right we try to explain to them privilege they're like oh they're privileged they're like are you sure are you sure i'm like you don't get it because when you're oppressed as a black man white i mean black women are always supporting always we never, we never, I'm like, are you sure you, are you sure we're getting killed out here in these streets? Are you sure the police is, is you know, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. black women are always supporting black men. 
so they don't really know what it's like like if we start questioning them then then i think they would be able to like understand like what it's like for someone to question your um what is opposite of privilege oppression yeah to question your oppression right so because because even though white people question it they don't know what it's like for someone in your own race yeah to do that because we never do that so sometimes just like yesterday i had a conversation with my ex and he was like saying like oh yeah um he, he was with another girl after me but he was like his ex um he's like i i told her one day that she was acting like a bitch and she blew up and i don't really understand why and i was like <laughs> and I was like I was like you don't and then he's like he's like I don't understand why I was like you don't understand because that's privilege. And then he's like I didn't say she was a bitch I said she was acting like a bitch and I was like oh. I was like you need to listen to me. I don't have the right words to tell you why but just know that your privilege is making it hard for you to understand how wrong that is, you know? And and I mean he he, he just kind of at the end of the day he kind of had to be like okay fine but like he still didn't understand what I was trying to tell him. I was like, no, like you still have privilege because I guess it's hard for them to believe it because the world kind of oppresses them. But I'm like, nah, but still, the same with me and you, we have privilege over trans people. Yeah. We're not nearly as oppressed as trans lives or trans women and men, you know? And that's something I really want to understand, like, you know, the internet to that because I really, because I feel like genuinely, if we don't help the poor black woman transgender gay disabled person then nothing really is going to change for the people who are on at the top of her at the totem pole you know yeah we have two minutes left but oh <laughs> i feel like we can finish it a little bit but um yeah it's just it's very interesting it's still something that we have to continue talking about being patient about being compassionate about and mm-hmm. it's kind of tough a tough when you know we're black women we've gone out of our way to like learn about it and we're used to being silent that's true we're used to being silent and people don't really take the time to listen to us and we don't we usually have to fight two times harder to like make our voices heard and yeah anything else that you want to add lot. it is a lot no this is actually so this is actually great this is so much fun I'm great. Um I think we I'm going to end it here cuz we're trying to, you know, put the put the episodes under an hour cuz it's a lot to like listen to an hour and a half of content. I'm just listen, complaining. Yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. You know, no problem. Thank you for having me. Everybody, um thank you for tuning in. Hey y'all, thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of Sugar Baby Banter. If you liked what you heard this week and want to join in next time, hit us up on Instagram at Sugar Baby Banter and let us know what you want to talk about next. Go ahead and hit the link in our bio to listen to us on the go. And as always, share our content with your friends so that they too can spice up their lives with the Sugar Babies. Yeah. I said, hold up, shorty, where you going? It wasn't really hard to notice the way that dress had that ass poking. It left me unspoken. And girl, you on fire, we can get this thing smoking. Like a match to a blunt, let's spark it up. Baby, we can have a little fun. Give me the keys, I'ma start it up. Room, room, hit the gas and we gone. And young James ain't stopping till four in the morning. Get it on, turn the lights off. And when you got a smiling, you know that you hit the right spot. Long hair, cute face, nice eyes. Shorty got all that slim waist, nice thighs, she all there. 
I'm talking book smart, I'm talking street smart, cause the dumb ones are dumb fun, but ain't no sweethearts, and I don't stress no mess over females, that's all you need to know.